Hello, and welcome to the Art of Management podcast, where we will help you, the practice owner, reach the full potential of your practice. I'm Janice Wheeler, the president of AMI. Thank you so much for checking our podcast, and I hope you find this episode super useful. Today, I'm going to talk about being better than your competitors. You know, basically, you know what you are doing in your practice or your business, but do you know what your competitors are doing? How do you compare with them? Are you better than them? Or could you use an upgrade to be better than them? Many practitioners come to work in the morning. You do your work. You go home at the end of the day, completely oblivious to the changing world around you. And then you wonder, once in a blue moon, why your practice is not growing, or even worse, why it is slowly shrinking. Marketing is a rapidly changing landscape, evolving and evolving and evolving. And it seems really hard to keep up with it and all the different things that are available to you now by which to reach potential publics. But there are certain key elements to know and and use as your stable reference points. One of the things you can do is start by setting aside some time each day or once a week like coming into work one hour early, once a week, and plan your future. If you don't plan it, it won't happen. You are the owner and the dreamer who sets the goals for your practice, and you will feel more and more alive and excited as you do this more and more, and you see the results of your planning. The number one thing we're gonna talk about is spying on your competition. This is known as market intelligence or market research. Put quotes around those. (laughs) It's a very nice way of saying I'm going to spy on what my competitors are doing. So you want to visit them. You can actually do this through their website without even going physically into their practice. Though I'm not going to tell you not to go and look at the front of their practice and watch the kind of patients going in. When people walk by the practice, do they notice the window? Do they look at it? You know, that kind of thing. So do um, see in physical uh, um, proximity if you can, okay? But websites are awesome because they tell you what the average person is going to find out when they go on the competitor's website. Because you used to say, we used to say, you know, the receptionist is the face of your practice, but it's actually not true anymore. Your website is. People are judging you and deciding about you based on your website. And there are a ton of bad websites out there. And there's a very small handful, maybe less than 25% that are adequately or awesomely done. And the rest of them are so woeful Nobody would use that as a judgment factor about whether they're going to come in your practice or not. Some people don't know any better, so they just go, oh, that's where it is, that's who it is, etc., etc. So you want to look, and they don't even have to be your direct competitor. I mean, when you're looking at websites, you can go and find websites in Australia, websites in the U.S., websites in South America if you read Spanish or Portuguese. Um don't necessarily limit yourself to your town, your city, your province or anything like that. Like look outwards and see what other people have done. It's very inspirational when it comes time to redesigning your 
website, we're actually going through that process ourselves because you do oh, at least every five years have to do a complete upgrade for the new look that's current at the time and just get over the fact that you're going to have to do it. <laughs> it's just the way it is. For instance, just to give you a little clue on that, one of the changes that are happening is it used to be good for a doctor and the staff to have little bios on them, only some of the bios got carried away and it was more than three sentences. And so it became this long dissertation on the doctor, oh, I've got this degree and I was given this award in school. And like patients actually don't read that. They don't care anymore. What they wanna see is what do you look like? What does your staff look like? What does your office look like? Are you fun? Does it look like a cool place to go? Does it look like it's um, very upscale? You know, is there a video of you talking passionately about your practice and why you chose to do your profession? And um, and make sure you smile during that video. These are very important. This is this is what people are looking for: is who are you? Not all the written dissertation, but what do you believe in and how do you talk and how are they going to relate to you? So have a very good video done with really good cell phones. You can do that or you can have a professional come. It should be, if you're doing, you're using your phone, it should be on a tripod uh, holding it so that it is stable, steady. Make sure the lighting is all perfect. Watch a few YouTube videos first to make sure that you are doing your lighting correctly, looking uh, well lit all around. No bad stuff in the background. Don't stand in, against a wall to do it so that you've got shadows and you kind of look like boring. Okay, so these this is your, your potential patient's window into your practice. So look and see what your competitors are doing and make notes on what you really like so that you can get your website um, person to fix up yours to be similar. Um, look at what they're presenting. <clears throat> Some people put menus in like we do what we do this, we do that, we do this, we do, and it's all these words, 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 words that the average patient perhaps doesn't even know what some of those things are. So that's a useless exercise. Um, it's much better to ask questions that engage the person. This is another popular marketing thing right now. You know, do you have this problem? Do you have that problem? Um, is this something you would like to change? Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to take a dental example. Like, um, you could ask, you know, are your, would you like your teeth to be straighter? Would you like your teeth to be whiter? Is there a gap in your mouth you would like to fill? Like, these are very popular items that patients are frequently looking for a new doctor to move to. Or you could say, I was just thinking another one you could say is, are you looking for the practice that will really be your cup of tea and take care of you and listen to your needs? You know, you could ask questions like that. That will make the person think in their head an answer to that question, which now you've engaged them as opposed to their eyes roving down a series of things that you offer. It's not that you can't say, you know, you provide those services, but maybe not on your front page or something or not at the first. You want to engage them first by grabbing their attention. And so that attention grabbing questions are the most important part at the first of the front page. And you want to look at your competitors. Well, how are they doing it? And what is their competitive advantage? Does anything that they do inspire you to possibly come into their practice? Uh, what can you do better or different? 
you want to plan about that make a plan about this and be ahead of your competitors always all right now that you've done that now what is your vision for your practice how big do you want it do you want a building of your own or a newer one how do you want your patients or clients to feel when they walk into your practice do you want them to be wowed you can overdo that by the way i went into a practice one time a gorgeous practice took up the a whole um what do you call it a historical building that was over 100 years old so he wasn't allowed to um, modify the roof line or the outside of the practice but he could add an addition on the back but when you walked into the house the entire floor had been opened up and made into this fabulous reception area and he said you know when patients walk in i'm hoping that they go, I hope I'm a lawyer or an accountant. This is incredible. And he said, that way it keeps out the people that I don't want to treat. And I thought, okay, you know, you selected that, so fine. <laughs> know that that is your ambition. And we helped him build that practice up. So it was very, very fully booked. But um, it did turn off people before he started with us. And, and he didn't have an answer for how to attract the right people into the practice so that when they walked in, they knew they were in the right place. All right, on the other side of it, if you're in a low end area of the city and you don't want to attract patients that are all down and out, I mean, everybody has a certain duty to see a certain percentage, like 5% of their patient base can be, you know, helping people who are very un less fortunate, shall we say. Um, because that is our helping heart that we need to um, keep pumping. And uh, But on the other side of it, um, if you have a really crummy looking practice, you can bet that anybody who is more upscale is going to walk in and go, oops, I'm in the wrong place and turn around and walk back out or stick it out for the first appointment, but that's it and they won't be back again. And you wonder why. So you have to look at things from that viewpoint. And then how can you deliver better quality service from the front to the back? Again, this is a good meeting material with your staff. Like if you were a patient, what would you want when you walk in a practice? Have you ever gone to some other practice which does something that we don't do that you really liked? All right. Now, the next thing is purpose is, is foremost. You really need to create a succinct statement of the goal or purpose or vision for your practice. Um, you know, for example, this is a cute one. Apple, the, the computer company Apple, their goal is making tools for the mind that can advance humankind. I love that. Evian Water, theirs is Live Young. And a dentist uh, that we saw online said, even Mother Nature can't compete with us. Oh my God, I love that one. <laughs> so that was an aesthetic dentist. And so, you know, there are different things that you can do uh, that will inspire people. And the statement of your purpose is very important part of that. The next thing I want to go over is pump up your team. You know, once you have a purpose that everyone can get behind, Keep it in the forefront of the team's mind at all times. Go over successes of patients or clients that are in line with that goal. Do it weekly at your staff meetings. Work out ways as a team that you can activate these goals and actually achieve them. 
Remind them frequently why we are here. Sometimes staff get demoralized at the front desk because they're getting cancellations due to COVID or other issues. And, you know, they just go down and down and their whole tone sags with the number of these that happen. But you have to have them keep in mind why that practice is there and why you are calling those people or why they need to keep their appointments. It's purpose. You aren't having them come in for no reason at all. You're having them come in because there is something that you need to do for them for the betterment of their life. All right, so keep the purpose in front. Always, always, always. And the last point I wanna go over is constantly create. Never stop creating your future. This point is so important that it can't be emphasized enough. The day you stop is the day you start the long slippery slope towards the end. (laughs) The day you stop Uh, start actively creating the future again is the day you start putting fun and interest there and you will definitely feel more alive and things will go better. So there you go. Follow those rules and those advices and have some fun with it and get your staff involved because you're a team and you're there to give help to your patients in whatever form you do. But you want to get lots of people in the door so you can do that with them. So go for it and have fun. Bye for now. So please uh, watch for my next podcast and give us a like on this. Thanks. Bye. Well, we hope you enjoyed that episode. If you feel your practice should be doing better, please reach out to us for our free practice analysis by going to our website at amican.com. That's A-M-I-C-A-N.com or call us at 416-466-6217. We have worked with more than 1,800 clients over the last 31 years and helped them take full control of their practices without sacrificing their precious family time. Also on our website, you can subscribe to our newsletter for helpful tips on how to manage your practice.